0: All right, welcome to episode 24 of the A Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here. Yeah. And Brian's a little bit too hyped today. <laughs> you I gotta know. relax. I I, you gotta relax. You gotta relax. You gotta...
1: Everybody in little room.
0: Well, we're continuing Women's History Month, uh, Women in Sports, and we have another lady here in the hot seat, Jasmine August. Hey. Representing Brownsville. Yes. Brooklyn. Yeah. hmm Always happy when another Brooklynite is here. All, of course. Always happy to keep Brooklyn strong on this side of the table. East, oh, Brooklyn. Right. East Brooklyn, East Brooklyn. East <laughs> Brooklyn. I don't like the way you're looking at me when you say that. Yeah, and com- where you
2: from?
1: Well, that's <laughs> what's that supposed No, I'm just curious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're not from Brooklyn. Well, Yo, he didn't like really. want to say. He's like, what's
1: that? Well, Ridgewood, technically, but Ridgewood, Bushwick area. So. Oh, so you're from Brooklyn? No, he's from Ridgewood.
0: That's Queens.
1: <laughs> Yo, don't you try to claim the Brooklyn side of it. Crawl down my block. He You'll be in Brooklyn. He is very, like, Yo,
0: he's very close because I've been, I've been to his. Area in now we're giving
1: away two. So like if he's anybody really close. comes to my house, I'm <laughs> smacking the hell <laughs> out. of it. So he's really, no, I'm really not cold. by Long Island really City. I actually, I actually, I actually, don't like Long Island City, Astoria, like that part of Queens. Sorry, Matt, uh, because like, what's I it like called? Long Island City. It's far to get to. That's why okay. I don't like. The thing I don't like about Queens is that you have to take a bus everywhere. Mm. And I say that while writing for a Queens, Brooklyn-based newspaper, but. Don't be. Yeah. Hit, I was
0: just like, we just let you know. Don't be hating. On Brooklyn.
1: Brooklyn's a we better not, borough than Queens. Brooklyn is this. the best Absolutely. borough in the city. Absolutely. And then probably Manhattan.
0: I'm glad you know. Queens got You can't Oh no. You know what? Nah. You can't. Somebody get the mic, Greg. So <laughs> we're, we're not. trying to hear that.
2: Anymore. I have nothing for Queens. <laughs> you
0: okay. say it was trash. Okay. You wait. Said it was,
2: you said it was okay.
1: Let's stay here then, Matt. You're from Howard Beach. Howard Beach. Ugh. That's oh.
2: close to East New York, though. It
3: Absolutely. is, yeah, it is. Did you see how he said that? He's like, Argh. it is very close. That's
1: Howard very Beach is Howard Beach is uh, interesting place, very interesting. Greg, what do you
3: have to say? M C
1: Fifty Cent Lil
3: Kim. I'm,
2: I'm gonna
1: say Nikki. I did say Nikki. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Do you claim Nicki Minaj, Matt? Since we're here,
3: what? What? She's from Queens, isn't she? Oh, is she? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's from Queens. You didn't know she was from Queens. No, I don't care. I don't care about her music or anything. Why would I care?
0: Maddie P, you where know are you what? from? Queens is losing right now. Word,
3: yeah.
1: Maddie <laughs> P, where are you from?
3: <laughs> He's from like around me, like around that area. Oh, you from Howie? And Louis.
2: I grew up
4: there. I'm in Nelson Park now.
3: Wait, so where am I in all this?
4: Lost. <laughs> Yo, why? I don't know why you're talking <laughs> crap about Queens. Not Queens Lord. is pretty lit. It's not like. Brooklyn has a You live a by voice Queen Center Lewis. Mall. That's the lit part of Queens. That's not I even a lit Queen's part of Center mall. I live Queen in, in Left I don't. Man. I don't like Queen Center Mall at three in the afternoon.
3: Don't, don't
4: even Matt. Why are you? Why are you putting thumbs down? I live in the, Are we you really talking about
3: Queens? Queen Center Mall is the worst mall
4: in the United what? States. What? <laughs> it's not that bad. It's bad. I like Roosevelt. No, I, I love Queens Center Mall.
0: I like Roosevelt Long Island. Every
2: store you could like think of. Look,
4: Astoria, Long Island City. Yeah, those are like you know the more nice areas. No, but there's too many.
1: There's too many like kids there.
4: Queen Center Mall. Wow.
1: What are you
0: talking
2: oh, about? Yeah, it is. No, it is a well, lot Queen's, of high school yeah, kids. Yeah, Queen Center Mall. Yeah. That's that the annoying part. I will say that. That's, that's all the malls, malls
0: now as you get older, right? The, but like that's
2: their hangar. That's their hub.
0: Roosevelt. Yeah, not, that's how I was.
2: That's their hub. Nah, Roosevelt's full of Colombians, bro. Let's get that straight. What's wrong
4: with Colombians? Yo, say
0: something right now. I'm
4: Ecuadorian, bro. Let's not talk about this. But
0: Astoria and Lion City. Do you have a point to make about Queens?
4: Yo, Astoria in, in Long Island City is probably the most lit areas, and then uh, the farther you go, maybe like Rockway is not bad. Somehow
0: we got onto this Queens. But you don't habit. gotta talk trash, yo. We have introduce Jasmine. Tensions the best. Can, 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 we intru- can we introduce our guests, please? Just
4: don't talk about I can't even speak. Don't just don't talk crap about Queens. Or Queens or is what? not bad. Or what?
0: Or
1: else what? We're gonna yeah. kick you out. Are you even a Met fan?
4: Huh? No, <laughs> I don't watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, Jasmine Welcome, to the, podcast, guest, Jasmine. Hi, welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. And Jasmine <laughs> you. you know Brooklyn is the best. Jasmine, again, representing yes. Brownsville, Brooklyn. Brownsville, uh, she is the host of the Unapologetic Podcast, mm-hmm. and she also does some work for the NBA in their analytics department. And yes. Jasmine also does some sideline reporting uh, for men's basketball for the Terry Sports Network, so you can catch her there. Um, Jasmine is over now okay don't no, forget but,
2: my youtube channel too i'm sorry about that I had a what, what's a youtube channel I am Jazz August TV.
0: I am Jazz August TV. Matt's yeah. gonna do all and, those graphics and. And Jazzman has had uh, interviews with tons of people. Who have you interview? Kenny Smith, Grant Hill, mm-hmm. um, Jaymond Green, Kevin Durant, Green. G. J. Khaled. I have you interview a bunch of people. So DJ Jazz Khaled?
1: wait, 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 wait. How was that? How did that go?
2: <laughs> so I saw some of it. So go, yeah,
1: I'll
0: let you. No, it
2: was it was actually cool. Um, Khaled was really cool. He was really nice. I asked. It was when his uh, album dropped. Um, the one with the flowers. I cannot call the name of that. See, nobody remembers the name. There's the one no with Kyle Holy Key on it. OK, OK, OK. okay yeah, okay. So it was like with Nas
1: the album done, yes, which Nas we constantly album done. joke about on this, on this it, it, podcast. Nas album still ain't still. Yeah, ain't. Still how do you feel about <laughs> that? It came out two years ago, that song.
0: Like, how you going to have a song for Nas? I that two
2: summers album, ago. Two yeah. summers
1: ago, yeah. Nas
2: album done, yeah, I guess. But it's not that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Are you a big Nas <laughs> fan? <laughs> no. Since we had
1: this whole Queens, Brooklyn, where you said no?
2: No, I'm not a big Nas. I don't have anything against Nas, but I'm Hova. Hovey baby, Hovis uh, his way, uh, Jay Z all. What are you turned Jay-Z. on? I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> oh like, This God. side is very like Brooklyn,
0: and uh, Brooklyn why are you hanging and, your head? Uh, Jay Z strong, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is fine. Which is fine with me. Jay Z strong. Look at, what's the name of the podcast? That's listen, but who's what are you my, you know, about? Who, that's my? You know, everybody knows who That's my favorite. You have the world is yours hat on. Oh, I yeah, <laughs> I, but that's for my favorite album. It <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't wear a the world is yours hat because I'm a Jay-Z fan.
1: You want to talk about my hat? To be fair, it's one of Dexter's favorite hats. <laughs> what does
0: it say? It
2: it's is. It's a
1: running joke in our podcast. Oh, kind of. I thought it
2: was an Esco. I was going to say, oh, so you no, guys are no, really no, no, nice no, fans no. up here. This no, is we'll, a, this we'll
0: is, get this is, that. this is a, all right, fine, fine. I won't We'll, fine, we'll, fine, we'll fine, get fine, to that at some point. Um. Yeah, so you have the YouTube channel. Yes. Um, and, and how's it been going as far as journalism for you? Obviously, you've been doing a lot as a reporter, some sideline reporting, got the mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Uh, how's the journalism stuff going going for you?
2: Wow, it's going good. It feels so different to be on this side. I'm like, I got to say it that is. first. It I is. I feel like I'm so, you know, comfortable in front of the camera when I'm on your side. Right. But now I'm like, now I can see how they feel a little like, Ooh, the lights are hot. But um, <laughs> but no, it's really good. Um, I mean... It's a struggle. No, I don't say struggle. It's a process, um, and you have to really want it. And I was just talking to somebody earlier who called me, reached out to me on LinkedIn, and was like, hey, I want to talk to you about you know how you got into the industry. Uh, uh. And I'm like, am I qualified to have this conversation yet? Because you know I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But I said, I may not be where I want to be, but I can talk to you about how I got to where I'm at. Mm. So... Um, talking to him today made me realise how much further I have to go, but it also made me realize how much how far I've come and how much you really have to love it and want it because there's gonna be times when it's not happening or you think it won't happen or, you know, you're working for free or you know, you put in those long hours. Mm-hmm. So Brian's so nodding it's, his head over there. He's like, yeah, it's a process. That's all I can say. I can't, that's the best way. It's a process. I'm in the process. I'm loading. You, Look, <laughs>
0: you're, 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 still, you're, still, you're still able to help people, right, by just telling them how they can get to that place. You Absolutely. Know, Brian and I have had people up here. We've talked to them about it. We had Michelle you here last week. She was telling us about her journey to where she is and how she got there mm-hmm. and the hard right. work she did. What do you like about journalism that, that kind of drew you to it? That you're like, this is kind of where I want to go. Right now, obviously, um, you've done stuff. You started your own stuff independently. Right. Could you just talk a little about why that was important and what's drawing you to the industry?
2: Absolutely. Um, well, I just feel like I'm a storyteller by nature. Right. I'm like a type of person who will like I could watch something and I could tell it back to you. My mom, like I told my about an episode I watched and she'll be dying. Tears coming out her eyes, everything. And then she'll watch it and she's like, it was way more funny when you told me, or like it was way better when you told me. And I, she would always tell me that. And I just know that I'm a good storyteller and I'm good at kind of getting people to give me what I want. Like as far as asking them questions and getting the answers that I want from them. So that was just something that it just intrigued me. Like, I just liked the way that I could do that. So I figured why not do that on a bigger stage and you know, and I love sports and I love basketball since I was 10 years old. So it just, I kind of melded the world to my passions.
0: Passions came, passions came together.
2: Right. Yeah, he did. All right.
0: Could you one more
1: time state your title that you work for uh, with the NBA in particular?
2: Sure. I am the executive assistant to the senior vice president of basketball strategy and analytics.
1: Okay, so what's that
0: That's a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it is.
1: So what's that like? You know, in particular, because we we talked before. This was actually like 10, 11 episodes ago or so. Mm -hmm. We had a whole thing talking about analytics. Um, We are... I don't know if we would say we are analytics guys or not, but probably are to a point. And then we had uh, Nick Meadowlinos up here who covers the NBA from uh, ESPN Australia. Mm. And he hates analytics because he hates what it's done to basketball. Okay. He has a whole section of Twitter that he calls VORP Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and things like that, because people okay. try to use analytics to kind of manipulate what's actually happening out there. So I guess what's right. your take on that and uh, just the overall experience of working... Uh, with the NBA, from that standpoint,
2: yeah, um, I feel like well, one when, when I got the position, I wasn't initially um, drawn to analytics like naturally. It just kind of came, it just kind of came to me, and I was like, okay, well, analytics is the way the game is going, and to stay ahead of the curve, you kind of have to jump on those things, you know, early. Um, so I figured, why not have an opportunity to work in the space that the game that I love is going. Um, what I will say about analytics is that um, it kind of supports the eye test. You know, we, we'll have you know, mm-hmm. you'll have scouts and coaches who use analytics. The I, I, I would say the best scouts and coaches use analytics along with the eye test. Mm. You can't just use analytics by itself and say, okay, I'm going to base a player off of his you know usage rate times his effective field goal percentage, and that is going to tell me that that's a great player. Versus using that along with what you see and those the same way that we used to judge players 40 years ago, you gotta meld the world together.
1: This is what I tell people all the
2: time. But That's the, yeah, we, That's we, the <laughs> best way that analytics <laughs> we're, we're is. It is, because you have, to, vein, yeah. you have
1: to go by the eye test at the end of the day. Analy- the re- like We're so analytical now that, I mean, look at the way journalism is, right? And we've talked about this extensively on the podcast. Things that really are the most eye-catching in journalism now, unfortunately, are things that are, you know, steered toward aggregation. So we're looking at things that are trying to get clicks as opposed to quality of stories. So it's like using the eye test is how you're going to identify somebody who's a very good basketball player instead of just going by the numbers and seeing somebody averaging 20 points a game efficiently on a bad team. Mm. Then when you put them on right. a good team, they're just a six man who's not playing that well. So you need both, but to a point.
0: No, yeah, I think you need both, and I think you hit the nail on the head and why the eye test is still important. As somebody Mm who loves the game, I still have to look at a player or a team and and be able to see some of those trends of what you're doing. Sometimes numbers can tell you things that you maybe didn't see, which is cool too. And sometimes I'm I'm glad because they help fill in gaps. But I think the people that just rely on it or this person did this, or like you said, this person's usage rate is this. I'm just kind of like, if that's, your only argument, <laughs> you can't tell me what you've right. seen, yeah. I, I can't, I can't rock with that. So, as w- for what you do for the NBA, you said you see one thing you said is you see, feel like the best scouts and the best coaches are the ones using the data, oh, yeah. using both the eye test and that. Um, have you, how, how much are these scouts and coaches coming to you guys for? the data that they need to support the things they have with the eyes, especially with something like the draft coming up, or I know even if it's used looking at college players Mm -hmm. and how people do in a combine, et cetera, how much are people to you guys for that? It's
2: funny you say that. Um, you know, we, the work that, that my team does, they really do stuff for the league. You know, the teams have their own analytics departments, right? So, so they'll handle, you know, their needs, um obviously we wa- we work of course together with teams in the league but most of the work that um the analysts in my group do um are you know stuff for the league so not specifically player by player but holistically how can we advance the game how can we innovate the game and use mm. analytics to push the game forward
0: got you um
2: but I'll share a funny story about the eye test hmm. so Always I was here for funny I stories <laughs> <laughs> well that's not that funny? So this is interesting to it's me. An interesting story. It's okay. an interesting story. So I worked the draft combine last year in Chicago and um, you know, the guys had their little scrimmages and yep. and stuff like that. And, you know, we had this thing where the top players may not come to the to the combine. Yep. So like Lonzo wasn't there, Dennis Smith Junior wasn't right. there, um, Josh Jackson wasn't there, those guys weren't there. Um, Jonathan Isaacs weren't there. But there were the other guys who were like fighting for that second-round pick, maybe late first, that are there literally wanting, you know, the coaches and the scouts to see them. So during the scrimmage, I'm sitting like, of and this player is like, he's wilding. And I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, he's good. Like, what's his name? I I had to get the – I'm like, what's his name? It was Kyle Kuzma. And and I swear this is my favorite story because – I seen it. I would. I just can't explain. It. I was like, he got it, and I, I told him. I was like, yo, he he got it. They like, oh, he's he's projected to go second round. I'm like, yeah, he, he got he it. He got it. Huh. So I had to walk him over to we, we. My job during draft combine was basically transport the players. Like we take them to the you know anything stations they have to do and things they have yeah, to testing the they, have to they have to do that, right. during the combine, and I was transporting him to a station. And I was like, I was like, yo, you cold? Like, you got it? And he was just like, he's like, think I was like, no, for real. Like, I, was, I thought he's, I thought he was gonna be it. like, yeah, I
5: know, I know. No, no, no. He
2: was so <laughs> humble. He was so humble. But I told him, I was like, I was like, you got it. Like, you nice. Like, I can't explain the only way. Cause like, you nice. Like, that's it. And when when he started to blow up, I just kept thinking to myself, like, wow, I have really seen it. Like, not to say that I found him or anything like that, but I know personally that, you that saw I it. saw something in him. Mm. that day that had nothing to do with the numbers. I didn't look at his stats. I'm just mm. watching him. I'm watching him with the baby sky hook in a scrimmage game. I'm like, nah, huh. he's different. Like, from the, from the game, so I'm like, me, nah, he's so different. So let
0: me – I I know. I don't know if you did this, but a lot – because Brian and I, we did a we did a draft show last year, and he was one of the players – we were just for the Nets, and we were looking mm-hmm. at one of the players the Nets could take late first round. And, and, and they he, took
2: him and traded him.
0: Right. now, And obviously they, it was in the D'Angelo Russell tra- trade. yeah, yeah. yeah. But – a lot of what you said was correct. He was really projected to go early second round, and that's what I saw a lot was there. Did, you, were there. did you see or hear around the draft any other scouts, coaches, even if you just overheard, don't say any names, but they were like, oh, wow, Like they that kind of shared your sentiment?
2: No, no, not to say that they didn't. Well, right. obviously his stock went up after the combine, so the, clearly they did because he went from being projected second to then they started to put him in at 27, 28 in the first Round and he ended up going like twenty-seven. 27. Um, but, but I didn't hear. Did
0: anybody? Now that you saw that, there mm-hmm. are you. When you look at him, he's a front runner up there for rookie of the year. I mean, it could be him, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Ben Simmons might actually be third. Did you see him doing what he's done this year in the NBA? Because one thing to see it at the combine, it right. was another thing to see in the summer league, yeah. where he killed again. Yeah. And then it's another thing for him to do what he's done this year. Did you see him having the success he had this year?
2: I couldn't predict it i just like i said i just knew he was nice i knew he was different he just stood out you know how some people just have it and that's what i was I just like he got it like there's other players that were good and they played well but it was like it was just a it factor about him that mm. i saw mm. just like he got it that's the only way to, to describe it and for him to see him blossom and i was just like rooting for him the whole time like he don't know me from a can of paint but mm. you know <laughs> I'm like at home, like wow. I seen this kid come to combine, you know, bright eye, bushy tail, just a college kid, and now now I worked with him at the All Star in February, and I'm seeing him and, like he got Gucci on, and he's like so, and I'm just like wow, I really yeah. see him glow up. Like, that means that's he's an
1: cool. NBA player. That means he's it's an NBA cool. player. <laughs> no, that's
0: that's, that's, that's no, actually like, that's actually I a good story that. in terms of like I, I love that actually feeling.
1: actually seeing something fact, and using an the eye test. Yeah. I think when when I did that Macy story on Tuesday. Uh for Nes Daily, DeMar Coward was wearing like a Dolce and Gabbana jumpsuit. That's an NBA player <laughs> outfit, right? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm we're going to
0: we're going to we're going to take a break. We Does come- anybody
1: have any analytics on why Queens is better than Brooklyn, Lewis? You have anything on that? Lewis no? is nothing. No? He's just smiling. <laughs> He's absolutely nothing. He don't want to reach over and get the mic from Matt at his table? No. Matt,
3: why don't you speak on behalf of
5: Queens?
3: I don't know what to say. <laughs> I like all the boroughs, man. No, you my, don't. My favorite no. place is Chinatown, so you can't really take Do you my like work. Staten Island? When was the last time you've been to Staten Island? I got family at Staten Island. You do?
0: So, yeah. So you're not saying they about Staten that. Island? Uh, like stop to do something, (laughs) or like driving through. Because I drive, I've Based on the question, question. I mean like because like being there. You mean like like, hang out there? Like driving through is not being there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just passing through. That's not really being there.
3: I wouldn't know what to do there. The last
0: time I, the last (laughs) time I was in Staten Island to do something was when we produced the soccer championship. Oh yeah, for CUNY and Lewis was with me. And Matt, Matty P, they both were with yeah. me. That's the last time I was in Staten Island doing anything. And it was really cold. And I'm <laughs> just leave it at that. And I don't really do anything in Staten Island. See, mm-hmm. not Jasmine, we you? I haven't there we went go. since I was a kid. Oh, damn. oh, oh. Wow. Well, we don't have Jeff oh, wow. here to speak like on behalf was the of the Bronx. I'm dead
2: serious. <laughs> everybody
0: everybody <laughs> in Staten Island is like, yeah, we're not, we not messing with But up. we love mm-hmm. Wu Tang, though. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, fine. All right. Of course, all right, we guys. love wu I love wu right. cool. 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 Leave me out here to dry. That's fine. Go to break. All right. <laughs>
0: we, 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 are, we are going to break. When we come back, right. we're going to talk with Jasmine a little bit about why all three of us have something in common uh, regarding off the, off the, the NFL. Arizona. We're going to talk about <laughs> the DJ Envy and DeSantis situation. Uh-huh. And Jasmine And Brian, one of their favorite albums of the year, Nipsey Hustle. Oh, of course. We're going to talk about that when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. What's up, listeners? You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating. Lyft always has amazing offers for new customers, and I'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today. Lyft is currently offering free ride credit to Ain't Hard to Tell listeners. If you are new to Lyft, then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy. All you have to do is download the app and use the promo code AHTTPOD to unlock your free credit today. Ain't hard to tell who has the best car app service, so use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. The Best New Sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting and it's called The Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and BackpackBroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues in the world of sports. Watch all 13 episodes from Season 1 and take the sports walk today. All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard Sports to Tell podcast, Ooh. episode twenty-four. Our guest, Jasmine August, the host of the Unapologetic podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit too about your podcast. Absolutely. Um, before we went to the break, I was talking about how the fact that three of us have something in common with the NFL this past season. All of us decided not to watch the what, the NFL. Yeah, Brian's like what? Not what? The, well, the what? <laughs> now, Jasmine, you had told me you had told me this before, and you told me he's like, you know, you had boycotted the the NFL too. Um, and we haven't really spoke with any of our guests, well, outside of one, really about this. Mm-hmm. But what what was your reasons for boycotting NFL? Is your boycott going to continue into next season? Mm-hmm. What, d- what 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 you or behind? Do you wanna,
1: it? Or do you want to instead break down this G, uh, JPP trade? To
2: the buck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about it. I just seen a flash on my phone, so I can't really talk too much at length. We about don't care that. about it either. But um, <laughs> sorry, Naomi. But um. Yeah, I mean, I it was, it was a hard decision for me because, well one, obviously basketball is my first love mm-hmm. and I never really watched any other sports. Um, and then when I was in college, I was dating this guy and he was like really into football and it would like take up so much time of the day that so I had so- to start watching it because it was like we would be, like he would not pay me any mind for like seven hours. Damn. No, on Sundays. So I'm dead serious. And I used to be just sitting in the room, like, okay. So you um, just, just
0: send the children on on Sundays. So like, st-
2: We chose every day at this point. I mean, it was nah, one of those situations. I, trust me, right? I
0: understand how it gets. So yeah,
1: seven it. hours
2: <laughs> a long time. Oh, never mind.
1: Never mind.
0: It's seven hours a long time to be ignored.
2: And, you, and you're literally not talking to her? I mean, just keep going. Okay. You know so? you what know
0: you know he told you by saying that? What? That he approves of that behavior. See, That's
1: he something does. he would do. I don't know what you're talking
2: about. But but,
1: right. Go ahead, but, Jasmine. Um, go but yeah. to, I'm going to go back to my email.
2: So, so, uh, nah, um, yeah, so I started watching uh, football. Right. And he kind of taught me the game, and I, I fell in love with it. Um, so then now it became my thing, it became mm. my ritual. Even once we were long broken up and everything, Sundays was still my day where I went to church, I came home, I cooked, and I literally sat on my couch and watched football all day. You have a team,
1: mm. I was gonna ask that. So
2: it started with his team, his team was the Eagles, so they became my team, right? <laughs> and then it was when Michael Vick was their quarterback. And then I love Michael Vick, so it was just like, it went. And then when Vick left, I kind of stayed with the Eagles for a little while, And then I started to like Marshawn Lynch. So then I, okay, I'm Marshawn Lynch. I
0: went to Seahawks.
2: I went to Seahawks. So Seahawks is my team. It's still my team. Even once he's left, I'm still a Seahawks. Still rocking with the Seahawks. So I'm rocking with the Seahawks. Okay. Um. So yeah. So back to this season when everything happened with Cap, I was just like, we have to protect him. He's a gem. He is our jewel. You know, he's a legend. And as a black woman, that's what we do. We protect our men. And I had to protect him. And I felt like it was important for me even as small as a, as a, you know, I'm just one minuscule person who the NFL will not miss mm-hmm. watching their, their broadcast, but it was important for me to know that I was protecting him and I was supporting him. So um, that's really why I did it. Um, and I also felt like just to touch on cap really quick. Yeah, sure. I also felt like, you know, what was, what was really pissing me off about everything was that his message was getting lost yes. and it wasn't like I'm, I'm boycotting because, Cap doesn't have a job. And that's that's what became thing. Like, oh, until they let Kaepernick the back in the league, then we're in not... Boycott. No, right. Cap, Cap wasn't boycotting just a boycott so he could get kicked out. He's boycotting because people are being murdered and we're not talking about it and we're still not talking about somebody, it. Somebody just got somebody killed just in got Sacramento,
0: Sacramento. Two in days ago, yep. three
2: days ago, and we're still not talking about it. Yep. And it's like, it's not about Kaepernick having it, or his right to... to uh, boycott the national anthem, what the hell? We all know we have the right to to not stand that's not why he's doing it to exercise his right. Then the conversation became about exercising your right to stand for the. No, that's not that why. never we was that never that, about, because the, the, the it peop- doesn't want to be about. the people about. that wanted
0: to detract from it didn't want it to talk about the actual issues. It never it's I also what I hated and yeah. I don't I think Brian and I got to this very early in the season and then we decided to stop yeah. talking about the NFL was yeah. I hated that <laughs> people were calling it anthem protest. It never was an, an anthem, anthem protest. protest it right. was an anti-police brutality protest that's what it was and that's why I echo sentiments that you've shared here I completely agree with you yeah. um, and I understand I think that was the reasons why I stopped watching as well too along with just the lack of respect I feel like the NFL has shown towards uh, minority communities and also women um, I thought the NFL did a horrible job when it came to uh, Janae Rice or other women who've been victims of uh, domestic abuse or violence mm-hmm. um, they haven't really stepped up for them in, in that regard so that has also bothered me um, so yeah, that's why I boycotted yeah. So, no, so, yeah, so wh- where are you now? I don't even know where Brian is <laughs> in the boycott Because we haven't spoken about this I'm just tired of the national anthem, period Do we really have to play this
1: before games? I almost cursed I
0: mean, we. I mean, I mean, I don't think we do, and I think a lot of people don't. Do you play it when it. you wake up in the morning before you do your thing and News Twelve or Backpack Broadcast? I mean, every day before I brush my teeth, I play it. News Twelve. No, nah, I'm not being. You serious. take a knee in the shower <laughs> 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 nah. you play? Nah, but where where are you now with it? Like, what what's the plans for? You know, you've done it for a season, but what? She what was you looking you... at me, me like or? you were asking. Oh, me, oh boy, I guess both. I'm yeah, opening okay, this up I'm to anybody. Wait, I'm, I'm opening sure. We all. We all the same boat. at me. Oh no no we, we, we all claim. we all were in the same boat, so i I guess this is for everybody, like where are um, we now with this like
2: so you know, I feel like i'm I, I don't know where I'm at, I'm unclear because, like I said, the message got lost, of course, I still want to support it's like it was two things to me I, obviously I completely agree with his with his feelings and what he's fighting for, so I was supporting him in that, and also supporting him as a black man that was being ostracized for speaking on what's really happening in right. the world, right? So it was up two his things. Job to
1: do it too. And giving like, up his job, a lot of he sacrificed.
2: That. He sacrificed so much Amen. for it. It kind of feels like and I mean, and, and the thing is, which, what I love about it and how like life works, I know I'm going on a tangent, but how life works is like and immediately I'm pretty sure his family, and his friends saying, you're losing all his money, this is your your passion, your love. You mm-hmm. love football. How could you sacrifice this? And then it's like, would he have been known Etched in history, but by just being a football player, no, but he's forever etched in history for For what he did, and he's a legend. So it's just like sometimes you have to sacrifice for the bigger, amen, bigger, bigger, bigger picture, and also changing people's lives and motivating people to speak out. And just what he did like, how can you transcend a whole nation like that? Well, one, we're doing one thing, so and he he did, yeah, so. That's that, but I was gonna say that as far as what I'm if I'm gonna watch the NFL season, it's so many things. I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with the game anymore. It's starting to make me feel uncomfortable oh, with the players. Brian and, on the same page, yeah. I'm yeah. Act, just I'm actually everything, about everything about it is just kind of I, I'm kind of losing my interest. Interest. Yeah, yeah. Bri- Bri-
0: that's always been Brian's point too.
1: My thing with the NFL, it's crazy because,
2: <clears throat>
1: excuse me. You know I love boxing obviously, and I cover boxing a lot. But my thing with the NFL is that. It's not, it's even before Kaepernick took a knee and all of that was happening, was that the quality of the actual game was trash. It had gone down tremendously. Uh, We started seeing more and more players leaving early because they thought that they were getting severely injured with CTE and things like that. Mm -hmm. And before anything else, I feel like, you know, sports media, you should care about the athlete's health. (laughs) you know what i mean i don't know if we always i don't know if we always do because certain people have certain agendas and so forth but my thing was that the game was actually getting bad and then the whole injustice thing happened and then you kind of take a look around and you see that the owners what they believe in what they stand for you don't rock with that i don't like you know you think you think me and jerry jones would have like a intellectual conversation if we're locked in the same room? No. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For example, or or who was the dude from the Houston Texans?
5: I can't remember his uh, name. The, the owner, the Texans owner. The anybody right who yeah. says, anybody
1: who says my players or my workers will stand for na- National Anthem, I'm not going to rock with you. And that's not, that has nothing to do with the actual National Anthem. Just don't tell me what I can and can't do during the National Anthem. I agree. You know I, what I mean? I, I agree. Like if I need to go piss, during the national anthem. I'm gonna take a piss. Like, right. It's fine If I want to sit down and do my work during the national anthem, which I have at arenas I've done this during Nets games. I've done this during Liberty games. Nobody gonna tell me nothing
0: Right. Well, I'm people, like, well people will come and tell you something because it happened to me before I was actually texting my mom I, I know, it's, it's not that important. It's not that a important. Or the
1: national anthem is is killing time. I
0: was texting <laughs> it's my mom Wasting time. This was during Kaepernick when Kaepernick was going through his protest. I was texting my mom I'm not gonna say where this was and where I was working but somebody who I do some work for came over to me and said they... they, And I don't think it would have happened to me if I wasn't black. I'm mm-hmm. going to come out and say that. But I, they came to oh, me yeah. and was like, oh, you know, maybe you should pay more respect during the National Anthem. I was actually texting <laughs> my mom about a situation that involved something with my family. And I don't care what's being played, okay? <laughs> <laughs> At you any could time. be playing Wait, ones. And I have to
2: say this, too. <laughs> sure. Because what you're saying, them telling you to pay respect, it's just so... Well, too, they told me to
0: be mindful of paying, those, I want to make sure I say the words right, be mindful of paying respect during what, the
2: anthem. Whatever, whatever. This right. whole, this whole, res- <laughs> it this doesn't whole, really matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> this whole respect thing, it's just like, it blows my mind how these owners or people who are part of, the NFL or people that were not a part of the NFL, just, mm-hmm. just media that was talking on Fox News or whatever, saying like, oh, how could these people disrespect the flag? How about people being murdered and you're not outraged by that?
0: Amen. Yeah, you're exactly. outraged,
2: you're outraged by somebody not standing for a song, but you're not that doesn't disrespect your country. These are American. these are American citizens. But that's because we're not seen as American citizens. We're seen somehow less than or separate from the American community. So therefore you're not mad about, oh um, this is so Anti-American, um, American people are being killed. They may not be the same color as you, but they are American. So how is that? I don't get that. How does
0: that not upset you more? Than how does so that not upset
2: you? Right. Like that is just that. It's like I don't know. It's mind blowing to me. No, and I nobody. And I'm not hearing anybody say this. No. I'm not hearing anybody saying this explicitly. Like this is the problem. This is what it is. Because
0: nobody, I feel like we, you know, as we were saying before, I don't think people want to talk about nobody the, the wants real to talk the about real it. issues. Speaking of things that upset people. Um, yeah, because that upsets me. I know. I'm trying. I'm gonna try to move on because it, it does get me a little hot. Mm-hmm. Or know, do you
1: want, or do you want to save it for the third? Oh no, no, no.
0: We're we we, 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 we starting. We're starting here. We'll we'll continue. <laughs> on with this. Oh, we'll I'm nervous. Here. Sometimes things upset people, and you know, sometimes people situations and they end up storming out.
2: Such was the case
0: with <laughs> Breakfast Club host DJ Envy.
2: I love that setup.
0: Okay, <laughs> Breakfast Club host DJ Envy was joined by uh, Deesis Romero who brian and i we're, we're decent and meryl fans we like and meryl I show. i've never seen that show what i
2: know whoa, whoa. i know i know oh, i've never seen that jasmine
0: whoa. how much I time know. do we have
2: no, <laughs> no no i have to i have to watch no, they, show they, first
0: of all i think this show is great they do a great job on pop culture and stuff and they talk about anything they talk about anything things going on and everything yeah. and anywhere yeah. which is what i think makes their show great and then new yorkers so they have you know, that New York flavor, New York vibe, they represent the Bronx, but they have that, you know, mm. that vibe to it. <laughs>
2: oh. no, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. <laughs> Actually, you said
1: but You said they represent the Bronx,
0: but. No, no, I said, so, but, okay. I said but in terms of, because Jasmine and I are very proud now. Brooklyn love. So I know wait, Jasmine I gotta, feels me on wait, that.
2: Wait, I got right to don't, don't forget your thought, but I had to say this. Go I, ahead, I yeah, forget. I forgot. It's Go so ahead. funny because Uh-oh. when you're from New York, right? Well, when you're from Brooklyn, you make sure that you specify that you're from Brooklyn yep, and you're not from New right. York. Right, so people will be like, when I was in Virginia, I went to college in Virginia, and people will be like, oh, you um, where you from? Brooklyn. Or we'll be like, oh, you from New York? I'm from Brooklyn. Like, you gotta make sure you make it. It's a clear distinction. Like, it's a difference. Like, why do you, it's why levels.
0: Do you, Why do you think that occurs? <laughs> and levels. is that Brian? Is that the case for you? Are you saying like, yo, I'm from Queens when you're out of state? Not really.
1: I just say I'm from New York.
0: Interesting. City.
2: I never. But say it, I'm from it New also York.
0: depends where I'm at, like.
2: I could but, be in South Africa and somebody asked me where I'm from from Brooklyn. All day. I never say I'm from New York. I swear, and this never came out my mouth. I
0: think that's a Brooklyn thing, too. I say New I, York. I can, yeah, never, I can never yeah. say New York. Y'all can't feel us on this. All right. <laughs> it's just a Brooklyn Go ahead. Book I'm book. sorry. I had a Brooklyn <laughs> moment. My, listen, any, <laughs> any, any love... Did I mean, DJ and will be pro- coming for y'all then? <laughs> nah. <I> mean, <laughs> you're listen, trying to diss the Bronx. I didn't say we did <laughs> diss not dissing the Bronx, the Bronx <laughs> but <laughs> We didn't diss the Bronx. Anyway. What's so funny? Uh, we all saw the situation with DJ and going up to the Breakfast Club. DJ Envy felt like they disrespected his wife in a previous segment on their show. And then DJ Envy walked out.
5: <laughs> um
0: i know what my thoughts were to that situation <laughs> i haven't really talked to brian in depth about this but jasmine you saw this as well too yes. what what did you think about the envy decent marrow situation did envy overreact uh what do you think about the whole situation
2: well let me say this i always like to start anything as this is my personal opinion right and it doesn't mean make it fact right. or it doesn't make it bible or truth or whatever But in my personal opinion, not knowing Envy, not knowing his wife or the situation, just from a fan perspective or somebody who, you know, watches Breakfast Club for years... Um, like I said, I never seen Desis and what's the other one? Meryl. Meryl. Deezus Meryl name. So I mean, they
0: coming for you now. No, no, I, In know. no
2: shade. I just never seen that show, so yeah, they, I can't speak on Deces. them. No. I, I can't speak on them. But I will say, and I didn't. I didn't. Also, the little clips of what they said. Right. But I felt like one thing: if you have a personal life and you want to choose, if you don't want anybody to have an opinion on anything that happens behind closed doors, you have to keep it behind closed doors because then no one can speak on it because they won't know about it. Yep. Now, when you allow anything to be in front of the public, then people are entitled to their opinion and you entitled to not give a shit. And that's just as simple as that. So them saying what they said and then it was kind of peculiar to me because for Envy to be in the position that he is and to have the the occupation that he has, it was even more kind of outrageous to me that he would be so offended when I'm pretty sure if he can roll back the tape on the last 15 years of his career that he's probably said something or laughed at something or joked with something at somebody's Mm -hmm. personal life and they didn't particularly like and it doesn't make it wrong that's your job so if anybody should have understood what D. Ziz uh, oh and no shit, I really. It's a funny name. Ziz and Mero was tr- it's was a doing. funny name. Oh my god, no, I didn't mean like that. But I'm just saying, it should have been Envy, right? Shouldn't he have been what? the one that could no, understand? I'm First that? of all,
1: Envy had a white suit, so he he had to have known that he was gonna get clown that day. All right, tired of this. White Second suit,
0: of th- and he was not in Miami. He was I no, he not, was in, not in Miami.
1: Suit. White suit, and he had a thick goatee on. No, which which Brian, gone, like which, it was Brian, which <laughs> Brian believes is,
0: is suspect? <laughs> Brian said he looked suspect. No, I'm like yo because like oh, well man. that's that's not a thing anymore, really. I
1: mean you know what I'm saying? Like the solo like,
0: stash it should be gone. Yeah,
1: like or well, the soul or, patch. I was gonna say. Yeah. that I yeah.
2: hate when men have nothing and just the soul patch.
1: I used to that rock. So I used to. When was the last time I seen somebody with that? I never <laughs> had a soul patch on only. But
2: you had a soul I used
0: no. Right?
2: I'm saying Yo Yo no First of all, you're black.
1: Y'all don't do that. Yeah,
2: that do no, I seen a black man with it's so passionate. Where? And it. I swear. to you, Look, we can look it up on like right. Google Images. While we go, lo- while while we
1: go look ahead. that We're up, I'm gonna PM, find that. While you look that up, um, so what's it That's called? That's embarrassing. Yeah, go like ahead. you, like you got you got like a kind of goatee thing, but there's like some stuff going on here too. So like, you're good. You mm-hmm. know what that I'm saying? But on. for the most Thanks. part, but for the most part, you don't like now you don't shave. And just leave the goatee on, like that's not being a thing. I feel like two, three years ago, I used to do that, and then I stopped because you know, I ain't the way.
2: So you wait, look. What, what,
1: what's the what are you talking about? What? Facial hair.
2: No, so you say? To to <laughs> he took all of this off.
1: No, no, no. It's just look because the way it's grown, I'm like, yo, you. He has to have.
2: Oh, you need to shave.
0: You know no, what I'm he, saying? And I think it's because his was, was is a thicker. Yeah. Of it. I'm spending too much time on that Yeah, all you're I'm spending too much time all on that well, yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say? Nothing.
1: <laughs> all I'm saying is that it look weird and he had the white suit. And to to be partially serious, he, you know, morals and stuff come into play. He cheated on her first with uh, Erica. What's her name? Well
0: it's yeah, that, rumored that it's Erica Matt. Rumored.
1: rumored? Well, I mean it seems like he did.
0: I mean <laughs> I know. We, know, we know. We know that he cheated. Here's where I agree with Jasmine. If you Cover pop culture every day. You come on the radio every day. You talk about people. Oh every yeah, day, we, yeah, yeah, right. Like DJ and, Academics, right? Where he and can't you, handle it. You, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Not, and he's and he, but his stance is let's respect his stance. He said, "Don't come at my wife and my kids." Right, like that's off limits. Right. Here's where I find Anybody it a little bit married? problematic. I find it hard, as Jasmine said, if you go back through his 15 year career and you listen to all his tapes, that you will never hear him commenting or criticizing or joking on somebody's wife. And or kids. I'm sure he has because that's what they do on The Breakfast Club. Like, so yeah. to Jasmine's point, if anybody should have understood it and the joke and know what the game is, he's got to know what the game is. Yeah. You can't be playing in the game and talking about like, oh, no, no. But now you can't. You can't. Do but
2: that. but I will say that when you are insecure about something or you feel uncomfortable about something and if somebody says something about it, then those emotions come up. When you confident mm-hmm. and comfortable in your marriage and your relationship and what you've done and not done and what your wife is and isn't, then what, what Jesus and Marrow have to say does not matter. Yeah. who gives a damn if D who is these i mean no not not, not nah, to nah, like nah, that nah, no nah, no hold no, on, no, hold no, on, no hold on hold no, no, on hold, no, on, hold no,
0: on no no I no i understand no, the cop down don't try to get messy see i got it i'm not you i'm no, saying no i'm, I'm, saying <laughs> no, who I'm who telling him i know you're not
2: he and in to envy, I'm saying, in his right. in, his, in his view. I get you know what you're I'm saying. saying? Can, yeah. they, um, they may be important to right. uh, be personality. shouldn't matter. But they shouldn't matter you're saying? to his wife and his kids.
0: Like, right, I get completely saying. Mad. I know what you were trying to make it messy. No, I wasn't saying who's them
2: like I, like they're nobodies. I, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Let's Jasmine, be clear. I knew
0: what you were saying. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to do anything. He's the
2: Charlemagne of the show, right? What are you talking about? I don't see it. No, no, no.
1: We're like the same height, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's like
0: fifty shades lighter. Uh I mean uh, um, <laughs> I was gonna say something, never mind. All right, well we come back. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Nipsey Hustle's new album, which Jasmine loves and Brian loves. I think they love it a little too much, but that's Whoa. just also my opinion. And we're gonna talk about what's everybody's pet peeve. What do people do that really? Piss you, piss you off. I was going to go someplace else with that, but I'm not going to go there. We'll talk about that more when we come back on Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
1: Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automatically. That's right. Auto magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
0: It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows. Including the sports walk, sideline stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http backslash lic backpack Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. All right, welcome back to Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter, Henry, Brian, Fonseca, and our guest, Jasmine August, the host you're of the Unapologetic <laughs> podcast, representing Brownsville, hating on the Bronx Queens. That uh, now, oh, not <laughs> hating on the Bronx, no, no, <laughs> no. Nah, I'm just, y'all, I'm y'all, just joking. Gonna um, take that. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's trying to, act, he's trying to come
4: over here. We he don't want a right to him you right now. I live right by you where you used to live. I used to live in Ridgewood. You're Queens, my guy. You're trying to be hood, but you really not. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. What are trying to be hood?
0: Yeah. Bronx is known. There are no I hoods mean Bronx in Queens. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is known as. Don't either. you live by Queensbridge? No, Queensbridge is nowhere near <laughs> Left you City. You guys don't even know the geography of Queens. I'm done with all See, of y'all. No, I do. Queens he sucks. You guys have don't you know ever seen Have you ever no, seen, seen the, the map of
1: 50th Road being next to 50th Street yeah, being next to 50th Avenue? I
0: actually I actually have I actually have seen that. Um... Jasmine, before we get into a couple other topics, just want to talk to you about your, your podcast, Unapologetic Podcast. Oh, yeah. Say something. Man. Um, talk Go to us ahead. about just interrupt. How you've been doing it? What you've been doing? How long has been going? What's been going on with that?
2: Yeah, so um, I had it in my spirit to do a to do a podcast for a long time. Like I just felt like I needed an outlet, right? And I had like all these thoughts, and like I will find myself like somebody needs to hear this. I would be like praying right talking to God and I'm like God this is cool I'm talking to you about this but somebody else needs to hear this and it doesn't have to be necessarily anything super serious but just things that I kind of learned along the way so I said I wanted to make a podcast it was something I was on my to-do list for like at least a year um and before I got any equipment or anything I would just do voice notes and record about ten to twelve minutes and send them to all my closest friends and family members, hmm. and that was the podcast at first. So I did five episodes like that. I started off um, the last week in November of 2017. Oh, see, so you know,
0: this is recent too. Yeah, it's okay. very recent.
2: Um, so I did that once a week, and then my family and friends were like, back, "Oh, Jazz, that was good. Da, 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 I like this, like that." I'm like, okay, like real podcast coming soon. I asked, I still. I still do Christmas lists for my mom. So I wrote out a list. <laughs> of things I think okay. for Christmas. And my mom bought me a mic. Yep. I wanted to set up for my podcast. So I got that. And then um, starting in the first week in January, I launched the official um, podcast, which is the unapologetic podcast that you can find on SoundCloud at the unapologetic it's other now what kind of pissed me off was the unapologetic <laughs> and i'm
0: sorry oh people piss us off with other podcasts <laughs> yeah, the unapologetic
2: but. podcast like it came to me like that's the name like i always felt like that was something that i identified with just being unapologetically jazz right that was like my to me that's my brand just being me so i felt like the podcast needed to be named unapologetic podcast so i didn't see, i googled it i didn't see any other unapologetic podcast i'm like okay cool that's the name boom I I make it the unapologetic podcast, and then I'm looking on SoundCloud, and it's like seven unapologetic ah. podcasts. But like it's like it's just like different ways they spell it, or like they don't put the, they just put unapologetic or whatever. So it's my picture as a logo. So if you see like seven other unapologetic podcasts, just see the one that look like me.
0: There you go, and, and then you, and you know to find it. You talk about everything sports, everything on there.
2: So um, right now, like I said, it's still in this infancy. Um, so. It will grow into that. I talk a little bit about sports, obviously, because I work for the league. I don't want to speak too much on the NBA, but I do try to talk about other sports and things that you know I can I can speak to. Um, but I really focus on life and love. To be okay. honest, that's that's really what the podcast um, focuses life on. life and
0: life and love, life and love, okay. and a little bit of sports. We we need a more a little bit of sports. We need a little more. Th- we need a little more than a life. Now, one of the things that you love and Brian loves. Album. We we talk hip hop on this podcast sometimes too, mm-hmm. and so uh Brian a couple of weeks told me about the Nipsey Hustle's uh, new album. He Neighborhood. Reco- yeah, he recommended <laughs> that I listen to it. Yeah. And then I saw you, and you were like, "I should to listen to it too." Now Brian was really excited about this album. Um, More
1: than I thought I would be. And then and <laughs> I will say
0: this because I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet. I did listen to it, and. I you guys really liked it. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I know what no, I saying. really liked it. And Brian was trying to tell me that, like, yo, it was really good. You said it was good. And yeah. I really actually enjoyed it. Like, it's not like, you know, I'm not going to be this new Nipsey Hussle fan like that. But I was. I thought it was a really enjoyable album. He mm-hmm. really knows how to make songs. There's some, it's really good to work out, which is what Brian this has said to me. Well, I keep telling
1: you, it's uh, a great album to work out to. It is. Everybody And needs it can motivate you. You just called promoted, it motivation yeah.
0: music for you. Yeah, right? absolutely. And you and so so what do you like about the album? Brian's kind of said what he's liked about the album. Not um, really. Um, before. Have I? I think you did. The first time when we talked about it, you said, you know, you liked it. You thought it, it was solid, the song making. I don't know if you said anything else that was the time you oh, yeah it. I said
1: it's a top two album this year so far and you got annoyed at that. Yeah, movie. I got annoyed at like, you. I was like, there's only <laughs> going to
0: listen to like two albums. Uh, After why?
1: Prime 2, it uh, might be still be two. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not, not going to say anything. I'm going to let Jasmine album <laughs> on like that. that. That's coming out. Prime, Prime, well that came out last week, Prime 2 was uh, Royce and Royce Five9 and DJ Premier. They put that okay. in the album That came oh, out I last week. I didn't you don't to know listen that. to that?
2: No, I don't know. I know who Royce the Five9 is, yeah. but I've never listened to any of his music.
0: Okay. okay. Brian okay. is very disappointed. <laughs> 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 I was
5: looking you at like a you a to big, see if you got disappointed. fan of
0: his? I mean, we both are. Okay. Well, we're
1: we're not like, I like mean... I don't know what kind of hip hop do you typically? Yeah, listen we know to? that
0: you like Nipsey Hustle. So what what else do you like listening?
2: So to? yeah, I'm definitely gonna give you my take on Nipsey's album. But before I do that, I will say my little my music kind of I'm R and B head, so I listen to a lot of R and B. Um, when it comes to hip hop though, I oh, can I pause you for one second? Yeah.
0: Do people ever say that you look like a specific R and B artist? Don't say like Tweet. Tweet. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't I look, like, look tweet. like
2: Tweet. People say I look like everybody. Yeah. I look like Kiki Palmer. Yeah. I look like no, Tweet. Who's
0: Tweet? Tw- oh God. What? You don't listen to R and B. Not He's that much. R&B. See, he doesn't know. I that
2: You much. listen. I, I'll say look, this to people look, every time. No. Do I need to you know who You think tweet I look is? like Tweet until you see a picture of Tweet, and not the shade. It's it literally I think tweet spelled pretty Tweet. Pretty and she's beautiful, but I'm saying yeah. it's Tweet. But people think they I look like Tweet, <laughs> but until you see a picture of Tweet. And a picture
0: of
1: John Bolton comes up.
2: <laughs>
0: a lot of images. <laughs> you, you do j- not look jasmine, like John Bolton, <laughs> Jasmine. I'll be completely honest. It wasn't until you said R and B now that it really popped in my head because I never thought about it before. I never thought about it before. You don't really like, we don't really look don't alike. So? Right? Nah. People
2: like think we have the same complexion. We kind of have the same facial structure. But well, when you look at her and you look at me, we don't look alike. I have not looked at her name picture.
0: tweet? I don't know. Because <laughs> she can sing and birds sing. I guess that's sing. kind of thing. She can sing, though. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, but back to hey, hip Sorry about that. Yes, your R&B head. So, so r and head,
2: but as far as hip-hop goes, I really, <laughs> I really only listen to Jay-Z. And I mean... It's probably bad. I should. <laughs> what's well, so bro? funny? Not bad, point but point I should diversify. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold I on. Diversify what? My what? Palette.
0: what happened? I'm sorry. I was it's looking at my face. I just felt like that was going to hurt my soul. When no, you said I listen.
1: I, yo, you be like I don't like Jay-Z. I just don't like him as much as the way you do.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But I listen to Jay-Z, I listen to Drake. Um, I listen to Drake, Jay-Z, um, and Nipsey, <laughs> which is probably actually, Those are your three. Those are the three most common <laughs> rap artists that I would say I listen to. I listen to Future... um <laughs> I listen to Roy. What's up? Bro? Why are
0: looking at each other for reactions. Cause, no, Cuz I know you know that I don't like Future. I don't I, I, oh, you don't I, like future. I, I'm not yeah. a teaching
1: guy. I, nobody here does except Lewis and the yeah, club. Yeah, I listen to Future. But not we without judging though, uh, <laughs> except Lewis when he goes to the clubs.
4: <laughs> I mean, there's a time and a place. Trap music is <laughs> great. But go in the play. club, however, like I only like
1: March Madness in March. Once April 1st comes, I like March.
0: There there's some Future songs I like, but overall I'm not like the listener of Future. Do you
4: like a listen to Future or even Migos on the radio? Do you care about lyrics at all?
2: Yes, absolutely. That's why I love Jay-Z. He's the most lyrical. All
1: right, so yeah, I why don't. do you like Future?
2: <laughs> I like Future's music because it, it's a feel-good kind it's of. vibe? It's a vibe. All right. it's and, a vibe. I get, and I
0: get that. And
1: I can get
2: vibes vibe. from, from other oh, artists. Oh, and then I forgot to mention Cole, of course. I like J. Cole. Hey, okay. Okay. J. Cole. okay, okay. I was in a J. Cole, Jay-Z, um, Drake, and Nick. Okay.
0: Yeah. And you've been rocking with Nip. With nips. I like she calls him Nip. I like that.
2: No, not that like, I got but I, yeah. just, I, you know, so what you I, I wouldn't call
0: nip. him Nip because I'm not
1: calling another man just, you know, almost <laughs> nipple. Not
0: not right. It's actually shorter
1: than nipples. Not even close to nipples. Nip is a. Right, Nipsy is actually We're not closer to nipples cheese than nipples. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 not cheese. What nips. do you listen to, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me got, about Lords got of the Underground. <laughs> <doodle>. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lords <laughs> of the Underground. <laughs> What's <is> that funny? <laughs> what? <why? laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing right now. <laughs> so I said cheese nips. And by the way, he said it was. Got
3: Dipsy Doodle or cheese it? Cheese nips. You got either or. Last podcast we called him Nipsey Dipsy called Doodle. Nipsey,
0: dip, Nipsey Doodle. Nipsey Don't Doodle. play with Nipsey like that. See, you can't be coming in Nipsey. <laughs> That's why I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> <laughs> <Alright>, So, so, <laughs> so, so you, 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 someone, come here, come you, you me at expanded Twitter. your hip hop palette, if you want to say. Your truth.
2: I need to expand it more though, because like you said, like voice the five. I used to listen to Currency Spitter. Like I used to try to like. I listened to Wiz like that, like you know, Cushion Orange Juice mixtape, and I was a Wayne fan, like no ceilings, like I like rap, like like. But I don't it's so many artists now hmm. that I feel like it's just out of control. I can't keep up.
0: That kind of happens. I think and I you just get, stick
2: to what I know.
0: I think it happens. Mm-hmm. I think that happens as you get older. But I'm it, pretty sure yeah, that there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's
2: like I will listen to the album and I probably would like some of the songs. Yeah, you
1: know? I mean, are we allo- we're only allowed to play up to 10 seconds of it right now? We're not going to do that now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'll, <laughs> yeah. play,
2: no, I'll listen to it, though. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends because like to some degree, I feel like Dex are the same way. Like we kind of stick to what we know. It's very rare that we get put onto certain things. My brother's very much like that now. He like there's a lot of newer artists he doesn't like. Although he did the other like yesterday tell me, "Yo, did you know Common dropped this new project?" I told and you that's about the that one too, that you told and I, I like that too. And I'm like, "What? Yeah, it's really good." <laughs>
2: Common is
0: lyrical. Common, Common with uh, it's called August Greens with Common. Um, Robert Glasper, who's a jazz producer and pianist that I love, and um, Kareem Riggins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said pianist. Like how, like how childish yeah. are these guys? How childish are you? Like who I laughed at that? that. <laughs> really? She did. No, she laughed okay. because y'all are ridiculous. That's nah, why he's, he's a good pianist. <laughs>
3: like, uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I know jazz. Come on, we talk about jazz all like, the time. Like come on. Really, I love jazz. Anyway, I did not think you, you were gonna. I did not think jazz I think, gonna jazz. It. I think you like this album, hold on, hold on. and I think that his brother is, which is who's older than even I am, like the album. It's, it's <laughs> Damn. A very, it's a very grown album. I would say that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. so. It's good. It's good. It's good in that stretch. But like,
1: but back to the point was um, basically like you like a certain artist, so you kind of stay. That's like you kind of stay in that lane, yeah. and I think that's why the Nipsey Hustle thing kind of caught you off guard because you know what my lane is. It's usually bars, it's, you know, before anything else I've talked about it, you know, Royce, Five Gibbs. Nine, Freddie Gibbs, Vince Staples, whatever. Then the Nipsey Hustle album drops, and he's not somebody who's like ultra lyrical or whatever the case may be.
0: But he can make songs, but the he music can make good songs. Is, yeah. I, think, I, what
2: I I think that what makes Nip like stand out and what makes him so like different and what makes him so dope is that he kind of carved out this like niche, and he only want, and, and this is I, I feel like it's because he a Leo. I'm really into astrology. I know he's a Leo. I'm a Leo. So, a Leo. so no, no, I understood. Like I understood him from like a Leo perspective. Like we only care about the people who care about us. Like we only like so he like who gonna who gonna bang with it? Gonna bang with it. I'm not making music for the masses right. because everybody's mm. not gonna like my music, and I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to make myself for everybody. Like I'm a I'm gonna be me and who want to bang with it gonna bang and with if it if who don't, don't who don't and I'm good with it yeah. and that's what I liked about it I think key.
0: you definitely get the vibe of that on That's what we like the same this
1: podcast
2: yeah, yeah, it's like who you know. You can't try <laughs> to make. But that's like anything in life, stuff. right? Yeah, you can't try. Well, not everybody lives their life that way. Some people really True. do try to live their life in a way where they can kind of please everybody and want to be open to everybody. And it's like, listen, either mm-hmm. you. I wish I could. I wish I could be more candid. What I really want to say, but either you, yeah, <laughs> we don't. No, no, like, we know, we know. And it's really say. that simple. <laughs> like it's really that simple. So I feel like. Nipsey that was his approach That's his, That's been his approach in his career And that's what I connected with And what made me like him that's... And then to listen to his music It was like motivational Like him, him talking about Just wanting to like be on And like just being hungry And then like victory lap Like Crenshaw was good Listen to Crenshaw I, liked it. I wasn't with Nipsey From his very first mixtape Or anything like that I started listening to Nipsey um, Around 2014, 13 Is when I started listening to that's him That's when
0: you got to him too right Brian? Not really. Ooh, oh, not really. Okay, see you a little later.
2: No, nah,
1: uh, the first thing I from Nipsey Hussle, the first thing I heard was Killers. That was a, okay. the Drake feature. And then that was pretty much, I mean, there was like sporadic things here and there. I was never considered myself a Nipsey yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't I like just checked for the,
2: bumping his music like OD, but yeah. it was just like but I, I just, just checked.
1: I just checked for the album because I respected what he was doing just as a... You know, as a person, independent artist. yes, yeah. as an independent right. artist, what he was doing on a mixtape circuit—not to like, not like I fell in love with the mixtapes or whatever. Not to get into this Nipsey Hustle deep dive, but you know, <laughs> there were just things where like I was just curious to check out the album. Yeah, like sometimes that just happens where I respect somebody, I check out their work once, and then I just like it. Um, I can't think of another recent example of that. But he's kind of like in that Rick Ross lane where they're not going to be super lyrical like Royce the Five Nine or whoever, but
0: they know how to make
1: very good songs. They have a good ear for picking beats. They I use think features does. in the right areas. You know what I mean? 50 Cent is another one like, one like that too.
0: I think Jasmine's right about the vibe that um, he has where he doesn't really care if you bang with him or not it's it's about he's going to make the music he wants to make and i think when i listen to an artist and i can hear that even in their music and their songs i have a lot of respect for that too in their song making that he's not trying to cater to the radio like he's just making the music that he feels and Mm -hmm. i think a true artist does that so that's good um speaking 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 of being true go ahead do you like migo's
2: I do listen to Migos. I haven't listened to You disappoint
0: too. you disappointed Matt. <laughs> did you get through all the <laughs> Did you get through I all the even to
2: Coles.
0: Oh, you haven't listened to it. Okay. No,
2: let me tell you I've really been on this victory lap. Like, and it's crazy because like for the from when it came out, it came out All Star Weekend. Um it from did. February sixteenth until I just started listening to other music. I mean I was listening Damn, to she was in the zone. I was listening it's still to in Victory Lap yeah. like and I still listen to but I mean I was only listening to Victory Lap for like three and a half weeks. Like every day, morning, noon, night, and it's just like it was just had me. Like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm on my marathon. Like so, when he's talking about like the marathon, mm. and like I'm not at the victory lap level yet, but he's talking about like you know, even he's kind of saying like this is the victory lap on this first round. But yeah. now we about to go to the next thing with the investing, and he's smart. Like he's somebody put him on to game. Like listen, he's talking about doing yeah, things on a higher level about for his..: Yeah, and companies yeah. Yeah. and it's the like, West Coast
0: four four four. Let's not get What's that. Let's not go that far.
2: All Let's right. not go that oh, far. Oh wait, you saying 404? Jay Z four
0: four? I said the West Coast version of. It. <laughs> oh, you, mean, oh, oh, you like, mean in terms of the uplifting? Oh, yeah, you mean I'm in terms like, of? Yo, oh, I thought you, you meant as in like how good it is. Like that's not four four four. Yo,
1: Matt, wrap this up. It's not.
0: It's not. It's not 404. Oh yeah, before we go, speaking, we talk about people being authentic, right? I had this thought this week about. You know, My pet authentic. peeve right now is death. And <laughs> I don't care. And you know what? If you don't bang with me, then you don't bang with me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about things that just sometimes people do that annoy you. You know, sometimes it's stuff people just do. We see stuff in society. Huh. Lewis is yawning right now. I don't know why. That's like a pet peeve. mine no, no, I'm joking. It's not. It's but I'm going to ask Jasmine what, what are some things that people do that's like a big pet peeve? Like what really grinds your gears?
2: Ooh. What grinds my kids. A lot of things ground my kids. I'm easily um, irritated. You, you can say Brian if
0: you want to. I know you <laughs> no, want
2: to. Brian <laughs> is about my gears. Um, <laughs> I feel like
1: that's a compliment.
2: What? Yeah. What kind of? Um, I hate. I hate phony people. Or I'm phony. Sorry. Just anything that's like phony. Like it. It upsets me. It's like an insult to me. Like you have the audacity to come to me with this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my face, right? That's how. That's how I feel. I hate phoniness, and it's so weird because when you're working in an industry like the entertainment industry, it's gonna be a lot of that, oh, and yeah. you have to be oh. able, you oh, have yeah. to be able to maneuver and kind of play the game. <laughs> Had, I,
0: has anybody ever approached you where you knew they were being fake? Yeah, and, oh. and like, and especially in maybe a, a professional <laughs> setting. Oh, and, yeah. and How did oh, you yeah. How did you deal with that? Like, how did that? Because you say you don't like it, so in the moment you're like, ugh. Huh. This person It's tough
2: ago. It's tough for me Type <laughs> person I am um,
0: Uh oh Jazz was ready to scrap Get No no no, no Not ready to scrap Damn. But like I just should be watch, ready ready to watch out
2: I time. just I don't know how to be Anything other than jazz Right So it's tough for me When I'm com- Battered with things like that because I'm like, realness is not gonna make this a good situation. Sometimes be, keeping it real
0: can go wrong. Be
2: productive, right? Mm-hmm. It's not words. gonna be productive in situation. Had this situation. And <laughs> keep, I love that. Shout out to my favorite comedian. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle <laughs> too? But yeah, um, but yeah, when keeping it real goes wrong. Go so like right, so nobody ever wants to be in that keeping it real goes trust wrong. Me, you don't. <laughs> She's like, you can lose you know a lot of money that
0: way. The girl, like,
2: I was just keeping it real, and it's like she ended up in jail. She ended up like, I love that skit. So I feel like. No, sometimes you have to just play the game. And
0: mm. see, wait, 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 wait. You see what uh, Brian's doing? And it's tough. Sometimes playing the game makes you go like, mm, I
2: don't want to play. But it's, play but it's chess, and it's not checkers. Like everybody's like that. That's you know. And a chess move is you don't know what's in my hand. So sometimes
1: I'm good at chess.
2: <laughs>
0: like I'm talking about like no no no. But that's like, no, really? that's a like good like analogy about how you gotta chess. look at it because you know, that's
2: a that's a good analogy. But Brian, you don't
0: want to play that game.
2: No, sometimes. I some, never want to play.
1: Look, that. sometimes you gotta let people know that it can go there, and you can get popped in the face. <laughs> do like, Sometimes Absolutely. you just
2: gotta let people know. Absolutely. Uh, but there's a time and a place for that too.
1: Yeah, I sometimes, know. Sometimes, like my mom tells me, you gotta put somebody a, to the
2: side. Nobody else gotta know that you're go, you gonna pop on them. You might have to just whisper in somebody' ear, like, "Don't play with me." Yeah, sometimes. So you know what I'm a, saying? I'm gonna let you know, and right that's it. And walk play. away. Yeah, I'm gonna let you. Sometimes no, I'm not The media
0: for room's not the place and you got to wait till we step outside. Oh, we'll get to, we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> after. I've had I've wanted to check a couple people in the media room. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> what's what's your pet peeve? That. <laughs> what, people in the media no, room? No, no, no,
1: I am it.
3: I know what his pet peeve is. Bad MSG food. No,
1: no, 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 we we really we're going to leave. No, 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 we're going to leave MSG Wait, alone. <laughs> the the <laughs>
0: media <laughs> food. What you think about <laughs> the media oh, food?
3: We talked enough last episode. We room. don't.
0: We're going to leave it alone. We're going <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. right, to leave. it we're going to leave. Pass that Pass that, you know, <laughs> wink, wink.
0: What was it called? Was my pet peeve? Are we are we leaving Brian? Is Brian getting off the I thought
2: he said
0: it was the same as mine. No, I mean, like,
2: oh, I thought you were saying, like, people would have funny phony wasn't get pet peeve. You were saying the media. Yeah.
1: I make a lot of jokes on here, but they're like half jokes. Okay. So that's like half of mine. My, my actual one would probably mm-hmm. be, um, and I kind of talked about this earlier, but like what social media has done to journalism to some degree, right? Speak so we've me, talked about that? this. We've talked about this. But Jasmine hasn't been here for this. So, no, tell me. So we can talk. But um, so basically, like.
0: Jasmine, he's being fake right now.
2: Oh, see, I it's know basic. like. No, joking. I'm joking. My Brian said
0: already. On trouble. Nah, you better be careful because she don't know me like that. She <laughs> <laughs> might think you serious. Oh, you might want to be careful. You don't know her like that. i oh, will just say Yeah, it. that that Brooklyn, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's that, it called? No, but go ahead. Interesting. No, so,
1: but but yeah, but it's just what it's done to journalism because, and I talked about this earlier, just. Everything is about just popularity. Everything's a popularity contest now. And we care less and less about quality. And because of that, we care more about not paying people to do labor. I'm just kind of going off on a rant here. But like now, uh, it's easier instead of paying somebody for the quality of their work and giving them X amount of dollars weekly or X amount of dollars per story, uh, you have to generate a certain amount of clicks with your headlines and things like that. And in order to do that, you have to just like, just push stuff out there, push stuff out there, push stuff out there, and you get rewarded based on aggregator pieces as in in favor of the quality uh, of your work. So that gets rewarded, and instead of getting, I don't know, $100 a story, 150 for like a good story, you have to get a few hundred based on like 30, or 25 or something like that because you got to make sure you're just putting things out there so that's kind of annoying and it's like really if you're doing so many things on a weekly or monthly basis how are you expected to keep the quality up if you're going to you know just kind of just put stuff out there just to put stuff out there because every now and then you're just like yo i just want to get this out there just so that i could like Just chill and just work on the next one. Instead of focusing on the quality of your work, so I feel like quality journalism to some degree has been lost. And now people, and another thing, this pisses me off: people just read headlines. (laughs) I can keep going, man. How much time we
3: got? People just not enough for you to keep complaining, right? People, people, (laughs) people people just read
1: headlines of stories, like because you could write one of those stories, right? And there's another thing: aggregator pieces, like they want you to have like a catchy headline. Yo, look at this cool play that happened. Or LeBron James had great passes yesterday. He did. So then, like, it's like, whatever. Oh, read, retweet. That's it. Not gonna click on that, because I know what happened yesterday. But instead of, like, putting a really good story out there, and even sometimes when you do put a really good story out there, somebody's just gonna read the headline, repost it, like it, whatever the case may be. So, you know.
0: So, Brian's pretty much angry at everybody.
3: Read, damn it.
0: That's basically what I'm <laughs>
3: That's the problem, man. No one's gonna read.
0: Brian, my, pe- my that's pet fine. I, That's fine because 'cause I'm creating my own space because I'm doing everything. Like. So, all right, Dex. See he's letting people he's letting people know. That's, that's party, I was, Brian. Brian's letting them know what time it is. That's that's what Jasmine was talking about. He sometimes. always lets let, let people Everybody know. know what time yeah, it, it is. Uh, my pet peeves it's Brian fucking well, one, one of my it? pet peeves is <laughs> and I was saying this to Matt before uh, we started this, is I can't stand when people start saying phrases and they'll be like I'm, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but or, but yo, about to be rude. or yeah. you know, my favorite is, yo, I'm not being racist, but I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you, once you start with, I'm not being racist, you and then you go racist. to butt, <laughs> yeah. yo, you probably gonna say something that's <laughs> real racist. I'm just always like, whenever somebody's like, yo, I'm not trying to be, I'm be like, just don't. Just, <laughs> <start> <laughs> just, just stop right <laughs> Wait, 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 i ah, i no you know, like, yourself. stop, <laughs> I'm like, nah. What if it's something like,
1: oh, I'm not trying to
3: be a D, Right. Don't same thing. <laughs> don't say it. Yo, Anytime
2: or not to. sound, wait, not or, to sound with like, not sound I don't like, want like, to be like, here's, here's what you
0: can are, do. Are, just not don't to be, be that. rude, but what, what if, don't be rude.
4: Wait, what if you say like, uh, I'm going to be is this going to sound like a dick, but or like, um, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> wait, um, what was the other one that I just had in my head? Oh, like yo, this this is gonna sound rude, but I'm gonna say it anyways. It I
0: feel, feel like so there's a way to do it. So just, how about find a way that it doesn't sound rude? Nah, man, cause there's some things that you are gonna say. Is, so then going. don't preface it. Just be rude already. <laughs> be racist. already. Don't don't preface it. Like don't, everybody, don't
2: everybody say, up uh, here wants authenticity. Don't ask authenticity permission. Way. Ask forgiveness. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, don't
0: ask permission. Ask forgiveness. Ask forgiveness. Right. After. After. Say what you feel already. Be about that. You can't, there can't be no half-stepping with this. That's like, oh, I'm going to be half-racist here. Like, you even racist <laughs> hold on, you're hold here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but what's, I need an
1: example now of the thing that someone said to you, to your face, I don't mean to be racist, but.
2: What'd they say?
1: Someone, I need somebody an example. said
0: to me, Yo, I don't mean to be racist.
2: If somebody said that to me, I'm already looking at them crazy. <laughs> you know,
0: I'm trying to think of something in a work situation where this happened. <laughs> um A work
2: situation? Somebody <laughs> oh, said I t- to
0: I you? I'll tell you one. This here's one, here's one. Oh, I got one. It got you. This <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> really good question, listen, my mind. Listen, Everyone, listen. I was I used to work, I used to personal train. So I was working at a gym mm-hmm. um at the time. I was it was in a uh, like Bay Ridge area. So Right, demographic. Yeah, you know, demographic. (laughs) There's like, so so. I was with some other people around me who were of color, Mm. and I was with some other trainers. And at the front of the gym, obviously a lot of people will come in and they go to where the gym area. So this is in the front of the gym, and there was Mm -hmm. a a restaurant near there. And this girl comes in, very attractive woman, white
2: woman.
0: No, black woman. Okay, very attractive black woman. Walks in, some of the guys that were there in the front were looking at this woman. And, you know, kind of everybody looked and acknowledged that she was a good-looking woman. That's all it was. This girl who's there, and I knew she was Italian. So no disrespect to my Italian people who are not racist. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So not saying that, but she worked at the store. She she noticed all of the guys looking at this woman. And clearly I think she felt some kind of way, Mm -hmm. that the attention was not on her. Mm -hmm. So she then turned and said, oh, Mm -hmm. she's pretty. You know, she said, I don't want to be, then she caught herself. She stopped there and said, y'all don't mean to be racist when I say this. And then looked at me, nope. which I was like, uh, this is not going to end. This is not going to end well. <laughs> nope. And she was like, I don't mean to be racist, but she's pretty for a black girl. So I was like, "Walk out." what does that mean? Damn, that bro. she's pretty for a black girl. Like, now I understand where all that comes from, because the standards of beauty in this country maybe don't necessarily reflect women that look like you, Jasmine. Um, so this is where this comes from. But I right. checked her on that, and I came to her like that, like, Yo, that's racist. Nah, no, that's not racist. 100%. I'm just saying, like, she's really what? pretty. How is that but that? You, you also added for a black girl. girl. So, oh, that's pretty I racist. Thought, I thought you were going to go wow.
1: somewhere else with that.
0: Yeah, oh, no, that's God. where it was. That's one, that's one, it's happened to me a few times in a professional setting. And that was one of the times I had to not get into my, where keeping it real could have gone <laughs> wrong. I checked her on it and questioned it, yeah. but I didn't check her the way I wanted to check her on it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. somebody else, maybe not, uh, as restrained as me, might have checked her in another <laughs> that way. Right. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not advocate for anybody to have any violence, but nope. that's all I can say on that. So that was one situation that's I one remember, piece. Brian, where that did happen. And uh, yeah, wow, nice. So that's Matt, one. My pe- you got one. That's one of my, that's one of my pet peeves. <laughs>
3: Matt, you got one. I could do three, one like three, real quick and go give you life lessons. Number one, wear deodorant. No one likes stinky people. (laughs) Number two. Especially in the summer. Number two, be motivated. If you're not, you're just wasting your life because you only got one life.
0: Word. And you got to go. Unless you believe in reincarnation. Matthew Feniza's inspiration (laughs) hour.
3: Number number two. Number two, don't (laughs) smack your lips when you're eating because one day you're going to be eating with an executive and they're not going to like you for it.
0: Nobody likes anybody
3: for that. That's what I'm saying. So don't smack your lips. Wear deodorant and be motivated. Um. Luis. Voice
4: of Louise. What? Oh, oh yeah, that's Luis. right. Yeah, the voice Lewis. of
1: Louise debuted last week. The voice
4: week. of Louise? Uh, I don't even have. What's that? There's, there's not a, a lot character. Of things that really like, <laughs> pissed me off about The him. voice of Louise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I that's well, hilarious. Why you me
1: that because, uh, because you were just a random voice that <laughs> yeah, popped on Yeah, you came out of nowhere. You popped on the show. Just two did weeks say? ago. Nothing. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. We nothing.
4: Nah, the only the only real thing that really bothers me because there's nothing that really does is um when people lie to me and that's like something a little more serious. Oh. Yeah, me just too. don't. I thought you li- were
1: gonna say girls that don't like you know we're what we're, don't what nothing mind.
4: All right, yeah, then, <laughs> and, this, and that right <laughs> there, stop, stop, <laughs> that, stop <laughs> that sentence right there, buddy. <laughs> okay, no, but in general, I'll I antagonize when, you off air. I just, <laughs> I just hate it when like people lie to me in my face and usually, for the most part, I, I consider myself an honest person and you know say how I feel. And I try to say it, you know, in not a harsh way or just like, you know, just as a recommendation. Yeah. Like, yo, this is how <laughs> I feel, you know? So if <laughs> you lie to me person. and there's no point of lying, then like why why would you just say something that's, you know, completely wrong and then I I personally just hate that and I found out people who did lie to me and I just I just look at them look differently at them the and same, then after right? that I just can't be cool with you anymore. Cause it was like Yeah, you if, can't look at them the same. If I'm honest with we you know hundred percent of the time and then if something's so minute that you're gonna lie to me right in front of my face, then how can I trust you in the future? You know what I mean? Yes.
2: Yeah. I got another Shout out P. to the voice of Lewis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I got The voice more. of Lewis for no, no. great. Matty P. We, we got Maddie P.
0: Maddie P Maddie P what's up what 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 really Maddie Maddie P. P. Yeah, Maddie yeah, P. He's my
2: favorite. I always loved when he recorded. I forgot y'all got history.
0: <laughs> Y'all gotta say it like that.
5: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo,
1: I wasn't Go even, ahead, Matty Yo, P. usually uh, I make that joke. Uh, but this Lewis. time it's you.
4: Wait, we can't hear uh, Maddie L- P. Lewis is my pet peeve. Especially. <laughs> oh. especially when I just walk into the office and he just starts talking to me about Tinder. <laughs>
0: No, No, you don't get a response. No, you don't get a response. No, no, no. About no, 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 no. Well, all right. Next time when we get when we all we're on the podcast when we wrap One of my up. pet peeves is next people time not
1: sharing the podcast after they're honest. with so Jasmine, don't be one of those people. What? Yo make sure, oh, make sure yo, that you <laughs>
0: trying to strong our people into sharing the podcast. I will share the podcast. You, you
2: who, who make sure ever, y'all share, you share my podcast. About? I
0: don't know. We will share your podcast
2: before you go, could
0: you could we just talk about how important it is for I mean all of us here are Support independent media other. creators but just how important it is for us to support each other. Because obviously you're... And that's why court. it's a pet creator. And, and no, seriously, because Brian brought up a good point. I, I feel like it's something that should be addressed yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Just Take note on oh, this. We've had independent folks here, people who work for established... i say majority outlets of the people we've had are, are independent. Are, so, and on doing
2: some independent things, so too, uh, <laughs> This is
0: the second we can rub my mic <laughs> Come on, Dex. Um, we have a but, joke for that. But, but we don't how, how important do <laughs> you think it is for us to, you know, just <laughs> to be able to support each other in that way?
2: Yo, I feel like supporting each other is vital to this like you know you always got to reach back and get somebody and you yep. it's stronger people you know if all of us are together coming up together in this game then you know we're more of a force so um absolutely it's so important and it's funny you say that i kind of got a question for you guys being that i am mm. you know a reporter oh we don't take t- we don't take, questions, so we'll take it so you're gonna take my questions. Yeah, we'll take your questions um how do you guys feel you know at this moment as independent journalists Broadcaster, reporter, whatever, writer, whatever your title may be. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, where you at in your journey, where you are in your journey? Um, where, do you ever get discouraged? Do you ever feel like it's not going to happen? Has your idea of success changed as the journey has progressed?
0: That's a great, that's a great question. um What
2: does success mean to you now? I think, mm-hmm. I think,
0: I think it's a good question to ask because. Uh, Brian's, I would assume Brian's vision of it is going to be a little different than mine, based on our age difference. And <laughs> no, it's just it's just the truth. You, huh? How old are you? Uh, thirty.
2: You're thirty. Okay. You're <laughs> he so lying. He's so He's not thirty. 30. He's, He's not thirty. 30. He's around twenty. He's around
3: twenty-five. Everyone, You thought
1: I would be. You? You think I could pass for thirty?
2: I mean, you have a beard, so you never know. Damn. So I, no, she said I you look old, son. let not say you look old. How She said you look old, son. So old,
3: how old do you think I am?
2: Same age as Ryan now. I think I'm 25. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not nah, 26. Nah, he's 20. it's not. I just six. turned 24, man. Yeah.
1: You're I'm
2: 21. I'm 20. You're 20. It's yeah. the beard that you guys are making. You guys yeah. are old. And how do you
0: think Louis is? But the beard is yeah. in
2: now. But see, without a he looks like a kid. He looks like a <laughs> but, but this is
0: why yes. I said it's,
2: about... It's just is, a beard. This is
0: walk why out, I said Louise. what I said about the
3: gold
1: go team. Out. Go walk out. Like, it's just it, just... it doesn't look right. But anyway, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so no. Yeah. So yeah. no, but no exactly answer, a, to wrap, up to wrap it up, question, to answer your question. I'll let Brian go first. I'll start because you're going to have a more elaborate answer. I'm going to keep it tight, but yeah. You have more experience, but like with me... Like, I would say that I was at that point, uh, I guess at a couple different times, but not recently, even though, like, yeah, sure, I like you want to make more money, you want to get to this place fast, you want to whatever. Like, I have way too much self confidence now to feel like that, so I just look at it that way. And I know I don't care how this sounds, I know how good I am compared to most of the people that I worked with, work against, work for, whatever the case may be, Mm. and a lot of the other people I see. So, I'm like. I kind of subscribe to the theory of, if you work hard enough, then people are gonna discover you, people are gonna find it. It's sort of like an if you build it, they'll come sort of thing. Right. And you know, being independent, I've gotten far enough now, so I'm like, hey, like, I'm not really thinking about, oh, what if I fail type of thing now. I'm like, I've, I've created a position now, and just to wrap this up, and I've created a position now where I actually have options. Like I can look at things and not feel pressed to take an offer just because, oh man, this'll give me a certain amount of money or this will give me that yeah. prestige. Like I don't care about networks as much as like I used to because now the world is kinda different. You know what I mean? So Change. I just yeah, yeah. So
0: you have to try and get people that are independent and good at what they do and work hard. Yeah, for me for me I think that uh, you know, at some point I would it'd be crazy for me to say that I never felt uh down or disappointed about the way things were going in my career. I mean but what I would say to people is always that you have to try to make something out of it the the place when I felt the most down about something in my career actually had me start one of the best things for my career which is backpack broadcasting Mm. so that's something I always hold on to so even if there's other things that I do in my career that I don't feel is going as well or is not going the way I want to I always kind of come back to that and What inspired me to create backpack broadcasting and do some of the things I do now I never thought seven years ago when I created that I would be sitting and doing this podcast right and to even sit and talk to you or have people like Matt Matt and Lewis learning a lot of production and and that's something I wanted to do was to be able to help other people so that's kind of been to answer one of your questions was what's your definition of success my definition of success was to be able to do what I love and to help other people grow so to be able to Give platforms to people like Brian or yourself or Lewis or Matt or whoever, yeah. to me, that's, I've, I'm already successful. Like, I, I say this not to be morbid, but if I died tomorrow, would I truly be happy with what I've accomplished in terms of uh, media? Yeah, what? Because I've done stuff that people would dream of doing. So have you. So have you. Mm. And I think as long as we're all grateful in that and grounded in that gratitude of what we're doing, and believe in what we're doing, and there's right. a purpose in doing that, it's going to be okay. Brian made a good point. I think I'm at the point where, yeah, we need money, and you want mm-hmm. security, you want right. things. So right. I'm not trying to act like journalists are underpaid too, not just, just teachers, guys. I'm not going to say that all this <laughs> stuff doesn't matter, but I really want to inspire everybody to be as creative as they can be. So yeah. Matt could be the press producer, he could be, you can be the best journalist, he could be, Brian could be the best journalist. Uh, Lewis can be the best photographer. Maddie P can be the best Wizards fan and producer, whatever he does. (laughs) Like, like inspiring people to be the best of what they want to be um, is, is true fulfillment to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, but I still think as somebody going through the industry it doesn't mean I don't have days where I'm not frustrated That's true. about things in the industry. Cause there are things in the industry, like Brian said, and Same. things that I've seen going on at jobs that frustrate me. Like right. when I see people who aren't as talented or I see people oh. of color get passed over Pet for pee. certain positions at jobs <laughs> I've worked, that does frustrate me. But what grinds me, what grounds me is at the end of the day, I know, yo, what I'm doing is real. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm keeping it real mm-hmm. and it's not going wrong. Yep. It's going all right mm-hmm. with Backpack that broadcasting. Yep. And that ain't hard to tell. And that's the end of this episode and that was a damn good wrap up. Take, <laughs> take yep. no. We'll take credit for that. We want to thank take our note. guest Jasmine August thank for joining you. us thank representing you Brownsville. You can uh find her I am J- I am Jazz TV. Did I get that right? I am right? Jazz. I am Jazz TV. August TV, excuse mm-hmm. me. And she is the host of the Unapologetic Podcast which you yeah. can Fine on SoundCloud. Jasmine, we hope to have you back again. I
2: would love to come At back. At least before
0: the next Nipsey Hussle album drops. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. Right, right. Nipsey, a long yeah, time. It, 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 it could be a while before that We need to <laughs> yeah. see before then. All right. For Jasmine August and Brian Fonseca, I'm Dexter Henry signing off for episode 24 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. I
2: should
0: have said that as my podcast. I don't miss to score Not one bit. I don't miss Gordon Hayward. I'm a cat. What's your what's what's your birthday in all this?